Good morning. This is Rust and Shadows podcast, and I'm reading from R.J. Rustuni's uh, messages from Good Morning Friends, his radio messages, a collection of weekly messages by R.J. Rustuni. And today I'm reading from the Rust and Shadows podcast, and here is um, the reading for today. Is The title is The Easiest Questions, read on September 8th, 1953. Good morning, friends. I know this is a poor time of the morning, especially after holiday, to start asking any questions, but I'd like to deal with some easy questions for a few minutes this morning. I don't like easy questions because generally they're the hardest to answer. They're easy to ask, but answering them is another matter. Children can ask ask some about almost everything under the sun, and we can recall asking the same questions years ago, but we still don't know the answers. You can sum up most of these easy questions with hard answers in a single word. Why? Why does God do things the way he does? Why must I suffer as I have been suffering? Why must I go through the things that are ahead of me? Why did this have to happen to me? We can't help asking these questions. Christ as a perfect and representative man asked it for all of us on the cross. When, in his dying agony, he cried out, My God! My God, why hast thou forsaken me? Matthew twenty-seven forty-six. My God, my God, why? He asked that for all of us, and he was dying for us, and it is still our question. Some of us this morning are asking it with some more intensity than others, are we not? As we face this problem or trial that confronts us, our souls are harrowed by the prospect, and we cry out, Why? If Christ asked that question as our representative, it gives us the right to ask it too. He had every reason to ask that question. He was one perfect and sinless man, and yet he suffered as no man has been, has before or since. He is despised and rejected of men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief, and we hid, as it were, our faces from him. He was despised, and we esteemed him not. Isaiah 53.3 He suffered, although he was without sin. We suffer often because of our sins, or our rashness, or blindness. Why did he have to suffer? He who was God in the flesh suffered as a representative man for our sakes. God asks nothing of us which he is unwilling to undergo himself as a man. And so, in the person of his Son, the second person of the Trinity, Jesus Christ, God was tempted, suffered, was lonely, and died. On our behalf, he asked the question, My God, why hast thou forsaken me? And for our sakes, he answered it with his own life. What it adds up to this, to is this. If God was ready to die on the cross for us in the person of his Son, he certainly will do more than abandon us. More than that. He will care for us, and He has given us the sure and certain assurance. I will never leave thee, nor forsake thee. Hebrews 13.5 So that we may boldly say, The Lord is my helper. I will not fear what man shall do unto me. Hebrews 13.6 We cannot always understand why God does things in a certain way, or why He allows or ordains certain things to happen to us, but we can always understand this that he loves us and he will not leave us comfortless.
When Christ cried out, My God, my God, why hast thou forsaken me? It meant this, that he, who had become sin for us, took upon himself our punishment and gave us his life and holiness. Therefore we who believe him are never again forsaken by God, but are eternally with him, now and in the world to come. As long as God is God, God, we can never be forsaken. We can be in great difficulties. We can be in really very trouble. We may not be able to see any light on the road ahead, but we are never forsaken. It is still easy to ask, why? But God gave a hard answer to that question on the cross, the answer of his own life. The only answer we can give to the same easy question is to give our lives to him who is the answer. Then, even in our difficulties, we have the confidence of his presence and guidance. In the words of one man, I do not know why God has brought me here, into this place of sorrow, tears, and woe. The very cross I dreaded most is near. The hour comes when I must rise and go. I do not understand why easier roads are closed to me who prayed so long. I only know that yesterday the loads I dreaded he took up and gave me song. He led me here and blessed me in new ways. How can I doubt his goodness then? He who blessed me in my yesterdays will bless me yet beyond my kin. Let me read that again. I do not know why God has brought me here into this place of sorrow, tears, and woe. The very cross I dreaded most is near. The hour comes when I must rise and go. I do not understand why easier roads are closed to me who prayed so long. I only know that yesterday the loads I dreaded he took up and gave me song. He led me here and blessed me in new ways. How could I doubt his goodness then? He who blessed me in yesterdays will bless me yet beyond my kin. Poem by R.J. Rushdoony. God moves in a mysterious way, his wonders to perform. He plants his footsteps in the sea and rides upon the storm. We can be in great difficulties. We can be in very real trouble. We may not be able to see any light on the road ahead, but we are never forsaken. Dear Lord, you give the great assurance that you are always with your people. You are always... uh, with those who cry out to you, and that in this in this hour of need, that you move in mysterious ways, you plant your footsteps in the sea and ride upon the storm. Lord, you are a almighty, powerful God, and in this day, may you uh, be glorified and honored in all ways and in all things. So as we face problems and and trials and difficulties and sorrows, that you would give the grace and the mercy to many uh, suffering people in China and in America and in our country and in your church. Oh Lord, bring forth your people to obey and trust you uh, through all, all the difficulties. So, Lord, that you are willing to be our representative, and thank you that you are my representative, 
that you went to the cross and nailed my sins on the cross. And Lord, that you uh, are now seated in the right hand of God. We thank you for this glorious truth that may live it and fulfill it in our lives. In Jesus' name, amen.